Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-depth series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And this is episode number 17 of Podcast in Death. And this week we are going to review the reviews. <laughs> <laughs> because there have been a lot of reviews after, you know, since we've reviewed uh, uh, Shadows and Shadows Death. Shadows and Death. And a lot of reviews, as you can imagine, on uh, Amazon and on Goodreads. And, um, you know, most people were like us. They they really liked it. thought it was one of the better books of the series. Um, but there are those people who, you know, for whatever reason. Whatever reason. <laughs> They just didn't like it. And, no. uh, yeah. I mean, no, you know, I feel like, I feel like sometimes people just live to complain anyways. Yeah. That there is are those true people. statement. Yeah. And so they're going to give a bad review, even to a good book. They don't, they're going to nitpick yeah. everything to friggin' death. And that's just, yeah. I mean, there are a couple of reviewers on, on Goodreads, especially that are like, you know, yeah, this series, I'm not happy with it, but you know, I'll continue to, to read it, even though I keep panning the books and you're like, why? Yeah. Right. Just stop yeah. reading it. Yeah. You, you know? know, and I, you know, I'm, I'm honestly one of those people that, you know, well, if I start a series, I want to finish it, but if right. it's bad, like so bad that I'm hating every book I read. Sorry. <laughs> Turn my phone ringer off. I'm getting a text. Um, you know, if it's getting to the point where, you know, I'm hating every book I read in the series, I'm going to quit. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. it's just like, I did that with the, um, the Anita Blake series, the, the vampires. Okay. Um, the, yeah, the vampire hunter. I mean, she just—it just she took it into territory that was just so ridiculous and unreal, yeah. bad. So I was like, nope, I'm done. So I, you know, I stopped reading those. And you know, so you know, if I got to the point where I was absolutely hating a series, I would quit reading it. There's no, right. there's no sense in torturing yourself because that's, that's right. one this long. Yeah, and that's yeah. what those reviews come off as. Like, it's a chore to read them. So why? Why are you spending money on these books and yelling at Nora for writing them Right. when you're the one that's buying it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand the people that, are, that especially the ones that dislike the characters of Eve or Rourke. Yeah. Because they're right. main characters. They are who they are. Yep. And to complain at this point, it's like what what yeah this character is not going to be who you want it to be it no. is the character is who nora wants it to be yeah and yeah. you know but anyway so <laughs> i guess we'll get into all that so um so yeah i mean how do you guys want to do this you just want to go through the ones that i've marked sure, sure. Tara, are you going to do dramatic readings or do you want me to do it? <laughs> I am happy to do some dramatic readings. I love that. <laughs> Pick your favorite. I'm going to start with the first one. Okay. Okay. Who's writing these books now? I have every one of the in-depth books. I've reread them all several times. I always pre-order them, but... The last few books have been phoned in, and I wonder if Nora is actually still writing them or has a ghostwriter now posing as J.D. Robb. Where are all the wonderful relationships that made up the first 48 or so books? Where are all the beloved characters? 
All we get is a fast forward ride with Eve to catch the bad guy. Where are Mavis, Leonardo, Bella, Charles, and Louise? Where is the relationship between Peabody and McNabb? Peabody and Eve, for that matter, none of the repartee is there. None of the warmth of the relationships, none of the banter. I'm feeling cheated in a big way, and I've canceled me pre-order of the next book, it says me, for this yeah. reason. Paying $14.99 for something I read in one day is grand theft, in my opinion. I can now easily wait a year or two until the price drops to half this before I buy another one. Nora is writing another series each year along with these so I get that she's got her time divided, but we're getting cheated on the in-death end of things. Nora, please get back to writing these like they matter to you. The stories are good, but we're missing out on the reason we stayed with you all these years. <laughs> and like, <laughs> you sound like perfect care, and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and here's again. <laughs> One of the, with a lot of the books, this is typical of what we, we hear, right? Yeah. Where are Mavis, Leonardo, Bella? I mean, Jen, where are Mavis, Leonardo, and Bella? I don't and care. Charles and the- <laughs> <laughs> They're living their lives, which are not... <laughs> They don't. They are at home. They're at home. I mean, honestly, <laughs> they don't. They don't character murder in every book, right? It doesn't even make sense to see them every book. No, no. like you know, I, yeah. They these are not books where it makes sense to have to shove every single character into every single book. God, I'd be right. so annoyed, right? You know, and. Mavis had a pretty big role in what was it the last one or the one before? I don't know. In one of the more recent books, she was around a lot. One of my favorite things she was. was. She was yeah. she, she had a huge role. Well, in yeah, Conceal. huge in that yeah. one. But I mean, one of the more recent ones than that, even. Mm. But but whenever she is part of this the book, you know, it just makes sense for her to be there, whether she's a big part of it or when she drops in, because right. that's how life works. You're right, and yeah. She's she's not solving murders. This is a police procedural. <laughs> yeah. Common sense yeah. says the you know musician and the fashion designer are not involved in this process. Right. And their baby. And their baby. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and you know again it, one of the big you know. It seems like every single book we get this, you know. I wonder if Nora's actually still writing them or has a ghostwriter. So yes, she is still writing them. Yeah. He does I, not the, and never has had a ghostwriter. Stop yeah. asking that question. It's fucking ridiculous. The ghostwriter I'm thing, man. Sorry. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Right. It's you can it's you can tell by her style that it's her. Yeah. That is that is yeah. how she writes. Like, you know. I yeah. know. And I'm sorry, after how long? She's been writing for 40 freaking years. Don't you think by now, if somebody was ghostwriting for her, they would have come forward and said something? Somebody would have said something. Somebody I mean, today, would have said something by now. Especially now where, you know, there's so much social media and everything. Exactly. Somebody would have said something by this time. I'm sorry. Know. No, she does not no. have a ghostwriter. I, I have no Nora, issues no. with criticism of Nora at all because you know there's right. times that she really does deserve it, but in this case, no, this, that's nonsense. Right. Stop saying it. 
It's offensive. It is. So there. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is funny though because it it literally gets put into reviews after every book every yes. book every yes. book and we used to get it on the message board all the time yeah. oh board. yeah 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 and no it's just it's ridiculous well people just can't understand that whole you know how she can write so much but I mean, if you're somebody who is used to that in, in, you know, from what I have read anyway, from about Nora, she writes daily. Yeah. And she probably writes like a regular, you know, most day, not every single day. I'm, she takes vacations, but on the days that she writes, it's a full-time job, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You can get a lot done in that time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and I think people are more are used to authors that don't release as much as she does. Mm-hmm. And I get that. And that's fine. But just because she's so dedicated to her craft, don't make that a negative thing. I mean, that's yeah, most a, authors don't write as much as she does. No, no, not at which all. Which does make it seem weird. But I mean, like I said, it, yeah. if you're somebody that that's how you write. Yeah. Yeah, know. exactly. Exactly. I don't know, man. So, and the the best part about this is that that was a three star review. (laughs) That made me laugh when I saw that. I was like, (laughs) you're giving it a three star review, but you got all these terrible things to say. Okay. Whatever, lady. Crazy. (laughs) Do you want me to do the next one too? Whenever you are ready. Yep. Is JD Robb still writing these books? The last few books are not the caliber of the previous books. I, too, have read all the in-depth books. In these last two to three books, the same terms are used over and over, and I wonder, too, where all the wonderful secondary characters are. The other thing that bothers me is all of a sudden we have Eve and Rourke swearing like a couple of sailors. What the fuck? In the earlier books, (laughs) you never heard anyone swear. What? Especially using the F word. What books were you reading? And in shadows, even the chief uses it. I will not be ordering any more of the in-depth books until J.D. Robb begins writing them again. R.I.P. Eve Dallas and Rourke. Okay, first of all, if you're gonna if you're gonna drag somebody for using the same terms over and over again, don't say books fourteen times. In the same <laughs> well. I mean, this person's not a professional writer, obviously. <laughs> Second of all, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? She says fuck more times in Naked and Death than she does in any other book. So I'm sorry. I, so I have said, I said earlier, uh, I fully opened up. Naked in death on my Kindle, and I searched for the word "fuck," like you do. It, it is like you do. It is there no less than forty times. Every <laughs> single character says it. Eve yeah. says it. Rourke says it. The Feeney says it. The Chief says it. Everyone says it in Naked in Death, the very first book. Mm-hmm. Um, according to this reviewer, who's clearly not reading the same series as us, <laughs> in the earlier books, you never heard anyone swear. Never heard anyone swear, especially not the F word. <laughs> Those must have been added later. Really, can, that can must be what it is. Can you be more dramatic? I mean. I mean. Well, you know, the thing. I will not read them again until J.D. Rob writes them I, again. 
R.I.P. R.I.P. East Dallas and Rourke. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm just one of those people that I would hesitate to put something in a review that I didn't personally like if I'm like, man, oh, they're using the F word a lot in this book. And I wonder, I, I don't remember it being you. I would have gone back and looked. Right. Right. And then said, yeah. like, oh, I'm wrong. They did use the F word a lot, but <laughs> Clearly, this person didn't do that. No, they did not. <laughs> and just now realized that 50 books later, that Eve says the F word. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> I don't. And Rourke says the F word. I mean, and, uh, I, I just, I, I just, I. Yeah. Because I remember, again, going back to the forum days, I remember people complaining about the swearing in the books. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah. You know, and that was talking about the earlier books. And so, no, no. These are New York cops, people. Yeah. And <laughs> they say okay. the F word. If you, a if, lot. If you have a problem with the swearing, then don't read the series. Yeah. Really? That's, I mean, it really boils down, down to Agreed. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. I'm yeah. sorry. Don't expect an author to censor her characters because yeah. you don't like a word. Well, and don't say like they never cussed before without checking your sources. Right. That's making sure. It's really an interesting thing that she would say this. I'm assuming the reviewer is a she. You guys can't hear me, but I am rolling my eyes so hard right now. Yeah. Oh, no. They know. They know. (laughs) (laughs) They know you. (laughs) Yes. They can just see me rolling my eyes. Yes. (laughs) Because they know. I'm an eye roller. Which I Just, totally am. Uh, I totally am. Craziness. That's like my favorite emoji is the eye yeah, roll. I know. Mine too. <laughs> the eye roll emoji. Ridiculous. Huge fan. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, Next. Okay. Whew. I don't even know where to go with this. <laughs> you don't have to do voices. It's fine. Oh, no. It's fine. the voices out. Oh, Okay. <laughs> You're like, let me get into character. <laughs> okay, I have no idea what I'm doing. If something just comes out, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do you, do you, can you do a British accent for this one? Sure, because this one says fisticuffs. It's sure, it. and I feel like it would be a British thing to say. Yeah, that's right. very British. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Where are the elephants? If you are going to have a circus, you should have elephants. Everything is tracked down immediately. Everybody and their brother is involved. International plane chases, fisticuffs in the backyard. No mystery, no death, nothing new, and no reality. <laughs> well, it is a fiction book. <laughs> <laughs> no reality. I love it. This fiction book has no reality oh my god what what was thinking? <laughs> what was she the one star would this would not recommend book set in the future <laughs> also what the hell is up with this statement if you are going to have a circus you should have elephants well How i mean are you trying to okay. compare elephants to <laughs> well let's let's to be fair the elephant play. is carrying the plate of the world right it's yeah, not yeah. Thing. well you know <laughs> <laughs> to play devil's advocate here for a minute 
<laughs> I mean, the ending we have already said it's was assertive. a little bit bonkers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was, so it was. Whack. I think that's what she was talking about. But you know, again, it's fiction. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't know why you're expecting reality. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I've, I mean, <laughs> especially after we know. 50th book in that Eve's been possessed before and now you're saying where's the reality? <laughs> uh, really? I don't know, man. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just the whole the whole review just doesn't make sense. No, I know. No, what, what exactly is it that you would like? Yeah, yeah. You you would like know. reality in a futuristic series, <laughs> which has <laughs> has visited lots of non-reality things for fifty plus books. Uh, right. Like, okay. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. I don't get it. Uh. Uh, Everyone's different. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> you know. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna just keep going on this list unless you're like, nah, skip this All one. Right. No, no, go ahead. I I love this next one. <laughs> right. I regret very much having bought this book. It is poorly written. The plot is superficial, and the characters artificial. But, above all, I was shocked by the inability of the author to describe how life is likely to be 30 years from now. No more raw books for me. Uh, 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 what are you? You're, what? you're shocked by the inability of an author to describe how life's going to be like in 30 years? Really? No. <laughs> like, how dare she? <laughs> Come on, Nora. Yeah. We Nora, rely on you, you know to what life's going to be like in 30 years. Jesus criminy. <laughs> I, I just don't. Uh, yeah. Your lack of ability to predict the future is very disappointing. <laughs> so disappointed. How dare you not be able to predict it? That is why I read fantasy and. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I when I first read this one, I wondered if it was somebody who just picked this book up and read it and has never read any of the other books. Possible because it it's sounds possible. like they don't know the characters already. Yeah, no, right. They don't you know? So that's kind of what I took from it. I I'm kind of baffled by poorly written because whatever else you can say, it's not poorly written. I mean, I don't right. know what the hell No, even if you, like, hate the story, it's very well written. Yeah. Always. Right. Yeah. It's not, yeah, that, no. It's not poorly written. And you're crazy. I don't know what you're reading unless you're reading, like, nothing but friggin' Dickens or something. I don't know. <laughs> Literature. Literature. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. That's, that's just a ridiculous. So ridiculous. Yeah, I don't but, know. You know, yeah, but the characters being artificial, I, I mean, no, but I guess somebody who has never read the 
books before could I don't know. No, I'm I'm not even gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. You're dumb. <laughs> well, are, well, here's the thing. If you are just picking up this book for the first time, like and you have the gall to go on Amazon and give a review like this that has yeah. no substance to it at least know at least like do some research and know that this is you know part of a series and maybe you don't really know what the hell you're talking about yeah right yeah some people don't do that though they just want to give their opinion even though no. it's yeah but even and even if it's a new series to you like it, you, even if you read science fiction books, like I, I don't know any science fiction author that can accurately portray no. what life is going to be like no. in 30 right. years. No, because that's no, nobody <laughs> knows what life is going to be. Who knows if we're going to no. still even be here in 30 years for God's sake. <laughs> right. right. At this point, who freaking knows? They just opened a mummy's tomb yesterday and <laughs> I think yeah. that's the end, y'all. I mean, I... I would defy you to find a book that was written 30 years ago that predicted about what we the are future, now. right? That that has like text messaging in it, or yeah. says anything about Twitter, or yeah. you know social anything media. like that. Social in media in general, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's just a that's a dumb statement. It's, yeah, uh, it's dumb. It's pretentious. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm. Stop being pretentious, assholes, people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Please stop being pretentious yeah. assholes. Thank you. I yeah. mean, it just don't, just don't do it. You think you look cool or special or smart? You don't. You just look like a dick. I'm just saying. All right. So I mean, so the next one I know for see these uh, the the next one is a Goodreads review, and the guys, it's a guy, it's a dude, and it. Uh, okay. Once I read it, I was like, yeah, that's a dude. Okay. Yeah. But I, I, it's probably a dude that doesn't read a lot of Nora, but I don't know. Maybe he does. Probably not. And he is, but he, I, you know, I don't know. Again, (laughs) kind of pretentious, but all right. Kind of pretentious. Yeah. Pretty pretentious. All right. The author is on her last legs. Knowing what I do about her. I'd say she has run out of ideas. Had I not known about her success-laden trajectory, I'd say Shadows and Death is the work of a beginner with traces of talent. Having glanced at all the reviews I've read online, I'd say without a doubt that I'm not the target demographic for this novel. I'm under 45 and single. I think married couples share their love of the same book through... Through those like this. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. I have no idea what that the means. The author has made puerile comments in almost all chapters in this book. She tried hard to please her readers, but I sensed her weaving the story in the background and couldn't immerse myself in this novel. The ending made me reread several words in disbelief. The climax was more like a low-budget 80s action movie script than a futurist procedural. The one-liners were poor, the sentences ending the chapters just as... I wanted to like this book, wanted to believe my friends who gave it five stars. Look, if you enjoyed Shadows and Death, fine. But though this book might make millions, its fan base is of a select few. What I'm trying to say is that this will not survive the test of time. Kudos to you, fans. As for me, I have to start from square one. I don't know what any of that means because that's Thank just- you! I, you know what I love? But though this book might make millions, its fan base is of a select few. 
Like, uh, how much are we paying for each book? A select few. I mean, three how expensive is this book? Live, guys. I mean, yeah, it's just three. Really? You know? Yeah, we're each pay- we're each paying, you know, two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, so I like this for each book. I for her to make millions, even though it's a select few. I mean, I, I just. What exactly is this reviewer trying to say? <laughs> right again pretentious asshole this author is on her le- last legs knowing what i do about her what do you know about her? <laughs> what that's what i'd like to know also like right what <laughs> I know. what what do you know that we don't <laughs> i just why would you say something like that i, I just don't <sighs> Like, yeah. She tries hard to please her readers, but I sensed her weaving the story in the background and couldn't immerse myself in this novel. Do you know that that makes zero I, sense? Yeah. I I don't know. She, she made like, puerile comments in almost all chapters. Oh, right. I was like, so um, you're just like throwing in big words that you don't know how to use. Yeah. And so I was just yeah. going to say, you're throwing in big words that you don't even understand. To try to sound smart, and you don't. I am not the target demographic yeah. for this novel. I'm right. under forty-five and single. And here's here's what I will say that I got from this: knowing what I do about her, which means to me, th- she's a romance writer. Yeah. So yeah. I am not her target demographic. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Which is, uh, which is uh, you know, I don't know. So don't fucking read them. <laughs> i wanted to believe I mean, my friends who gave it five stars what uh, well, I, I don't I, know that you have friends they all did <laughs> and uh, if he if 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 this person does they all have better taste in books than than this person right? does i'm gonna just say mm-hmm. right now i have to start from square one oh what, what does that mean? What is that? Yeah, I don't mean? even know what that means. But I don't know what that Most means. Most of uh, what this person is saying, I don't understand what what they're trying to say. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> I just I, I, and I love the very the just slightly condescending <clears throat> look. Yeah. If you enjoyed Shadows and Death, it's okay. Fine. Like I'm a pat on the head. Like, <laughs> like, like they're patting us on the head. Enjoying your pretty little nonsense. No, Enjoying your book. Yeah. That's nice. By your romance. <laughs> yeah. And her <clears throat> puerile comments. To that I say, fuck off. <laughs> you know what she's got the last she's laughing all the way to the bank because exactly. you are correct she is making millions she's making millions yes because of the so, small select fan base yes, because of the select <laughs> few of us out there i mean honestly come on look at <laughs> look at look at just facebook alone and how many nora roberts jd rob groups there are on facebook right right and you know i mean yeah there were two big forums back in the day but we had a lot of members and so did adwell mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and you know a lot of fans don't know how to work the inter the interwebs i mean right and judy who god bless her who's gone now but she was never online but she was a huge fan so you yeah. know it's just yeah shut up <laughs> <laughs> like you don't have a clue what you're talking about dude it really does not make right. any sense I mean, what, she's consistently on the New York Times bestseller list. Right. So I'm sorry. 
That is not a small select fan base. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty damn big fan base. Yeah. <laughs> it's craziness. I don't know about people, but you know what? And I hope you hear this. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all I have to say is, look, if you didn't enjoy Shadows and Death, fine. <laughs> That's okay. Fine. Okay. You don't get it. We understand. Yeah. See, we can be condescending too. You don't understand yeah. the nuances <laughs> and the character exactly. growth. Right? And the beauty of the in death series. This um, author is on her last legs. Come on. <laughs> Stop it. I feel like this podcast is just us venting and, and it is. That's the whole <laughs> what do people listen to podcasts for, Jen? <laughs> That's a good point. Our listeners are gonna fucking love this. I think fucking they are too. love it. Fucking love it. Because our listeners are awesome and we yeah. adore them. And they all think the same way we do about they these. Do. Yeah. <laughs> so they're smart like us. They are. Not condescending assholes. No. So, the, <laughs> so the next one. I mean, it's it's really long, but I don't I don't know. I just I uh, hate that term, jump the shark. By the way, I'm so just I hate that term. Yeah, FYI, stop using it. It's dumb. I, I know what it means. It's dumb. It is definitely you know, it is definitely a phrase people misuse all the time. Use it wrong. Right. Yeah, right. Like you, yeah. know. Just because you don't like it anymore or you are done watching it or reading it or whatever doesn't mean it's bad. Just shut up. Stop using right. that. Stop using it, idiots. Okay, so. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that being said. This, <laughs> this next review, we know what it starts with. I will just read this one as in my normal voice. voice. <laughs> Okay. That's who I am. What? No, I'll I'll find something. There's just a lot. It's fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll, it is a lot. I'll bring there, back I mean. some voices later. Yeah, it's a lot. Okay. <laughs> this is a one star review. This series has jumped the shark. Spoiler alert. I've loved this series for 50 books now and was glad to see JD Robb had gotten a little more into this story instead of the formula approach that was used in the last five books. I was really enjoying this book until the last chapter when Eve Dallas, the most by-the-book cop ever written, set loose a suspect who was already in custody and in restraints so Rourke could beat the crap out of him, because Rourke needed it. With the whole squad and Commander Whitney watching, and when the Interpol agent complained, they falsified the report. Then Eve bullied him to go along with it all. WTF? Is this a nightmare? Did I wake up in an alternate dimension? It has always been the central theme of these books that Eve has never, ever compromised her position as an officer of the law, almost to the point of fanaticism. It was a point of pride that she never let her past or her personal life interfere with the job. Eve is not the most likable person, but I've always respected her work ethic and gave her a path of one for more annoying personality traits because of it. But Eve raking the rules, covering it up, and bullying someone to go along is just so wrong. So wrong. Maybe I wouldn't have reacted this way four years ago, but with all the recent incidents of police brutality and politicians changing the rules to benefit themselves, so many people believing the rules don't apply to them, I just can't brush it off anymore. Rob had Eve cross a line that I would have bet money she would never do, and it has ruined the character for me. Dallas used it to deserve all the 
Dallas used to deserve all the praise she got in the books, even if it was over the top sometimes. Not anymore. I wish I had never read this book. I'm done with this series. Okay. Again, dramatic. A little over dramatic. Here's what I want to say. Okay. Eve has never, ever compromised her position as an officer of the law. That's absolute bullshit. Bull shit. Yes. I was, I was face palming while Sarah was reading. I know. And I was yeah. like, I'm reading things and I'm like, well, that's wrong. That's wrong. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because we have always, I mean, one thing we've discussed multiple, multiple times, times is that Eve is really, I mean, she is about justice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's about justice. It's not about 100% following the law to the letter. Yes. Yeah. It is about justice and she does what it takes for justice. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, you know, this, this, I, I understand the complaint of, you know, Eve allowing Rourke to beat the guy up. And this is a big theme among in this book, in, in a lot of the, um, the reviews that I read, this was a big complaint. Yeah. And, and a lot of people saying like she crossed the line, but if people you have to you have to remember one of the first books was rapture where eve let rourke loose on jess barrow who was a dick mm-hmm. she was a dick. and <laughs> by the way we forgot to talk about that recently jess barrow was a dick <laughs> yes <laughs> and she let rourke have five minutes with it she allowed that and and he essentially tortured yeah. Jess Barrow. Yeah. And she saw that something had that he was horribly injured in some way and she covered it up. She said nothing. Yeah. And so did Peabody. Yeah. And this is in the fourth book. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me now 50 books later she's crossed the line that yeah. I can't accept. Yeah. Like uh no. <laughs> No. And I do, I want to say something here because I've also seen a lot of complaints about this. And I do think that, okay, we need to remember that Nora had no idea that all of this stuff with police brutality and the, and the, um, the protests and everything was going to blow up basically right. this spring. Right. And so, and yes, it's been going on forever. It has, we, we all know that it's been going on as long as we can remember, but you know, it's really been brought to the forefront this year in particular. Right. And I can see where people are very sensitive to that right now. Right. Yeah. No, I, I completely I understand completely, that. Like I said last week when we were talking about holiday, and mm-hmm. and the cabbie and Eve's attitude with him and you know right you know almost beating him up because she's irritated. Well, right. and I think I think it is important to acknowledge the um, how this is a problematic ending. Um, when we reviewed right. this book, the three of us discussed that you know, like I didn't love the ending um, for these reasons. That right. being said, I. 10,000% disagree with the statement that this is Eve crossing a line that she hasn't been willing to do before. I think that this particular point um, is, you know, was it wrong that Eve, you know, made this happen? Yeah, it is, but it, it's fiction. And, and we are a hundred percent, like we are in, 
to use uh, a pretentious word from before, we are immersed in this series. Um, but we also understand that. And like, no, this would not happen in real life. Yeah. Right. Um, it's probably uncomfortable for the whole squad and Commander Whitney and Interpol to be like, oh, this is happening. But they also all used all of Rourke's resources to get where they are. And this is a very guilty person. This is, again, like, it's a situation where I guess if you're going to let it happen, you're going to let it happen with some person like this. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with this reviewer that I don't, I don't love that Eve lets this happen, but right. it's the book. I, again, you know, I, yeah, I do understand that, that because of everything that's been going on recently, that people can be triggered or, or have a certain, uh, response to this kind of thing. But, and, and I understand that. And, and to say in a review, like, you know, just because of everything that's been going on, you know, not too keen on this, that particular aspect of the storyline, but to say that it's not Eve, like Eve would never have done this is incorrect it's incorrect and it's like you have never read this series what the hell right yeah 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 and it's not the first time like you know it's in and uh rapture wasn't even the first time naked in death at the end york punches rockman out Mm -hmm. a couple of times yeah and um I didn't think you've, you've gotten to it yet, but there is a review in there that says, I am very disappointed at Feeney for, for standing by. And it's like, he did it naked. Yeah. Rourke punched the guy. Yeah. And, and he, all Feeney did was go, oops, oops. He, he yeah. must've fallen down. Yeah. And I understand you. Uh, yes. There is a lot of incidences of police brutality and, you know, yeah. I, I feel, and I'm not excusing it. But I do feel it's first of all fiction. Yeah. Secondly, it's it's you're not ridiculous to have a problem with it now. Right. It'd be more sensitive to it, but to say you're done with the series and this is, you know, this is a line being crossed. Yeah, no. I mean, and to not even take into consideration who the guy was. Yeah. Not only as a person and the fact that he'd killed all these people. And to me, that does make a difference. I don't I don't give it. You know, that's fine. The problem with police brutality is that it's innocent people that are getting killed. Right. Yeah. yeah. This was yeah. not an innocent person, and that's a made very clear. He or, he confessed to the murders. Right. I will say that I imagine that um, one Nora's not unaware of this issue now. You know, but like, right. like we said, yes. she wrote this before it became before it happened, what it's been. Right. That being said, I, I, I'm sure that that's something that's that's going to be taken into consideration as she writes her next books. You know, like, right? Is what kind of message is it going to send if we see something like this again? Would she do it again? Maybe, maybe not. You know, I, I feel like she is. She's not an idiot. You know, right. And I feel like she is good about that. Like if she realizes oh, yeah. something, she, I think so. she takes it into consideration in the future. I think so. Right. You know, she's not going, I don't know that she's going to do this again. After all of this, she might start toning things down in that regard a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. You know, but, anyway. but I felt, I felt like this was even, you know, even without her knowing 
everything was going on, I feel like this was supposed to be kind of a, a turning point for Rourke anyway. Yeah. And probably for totally. Eve. And and probably without even anybody saying anything, mm-hmm. it, it would have been different. It would yeah. be different going forward with the books. And I think that's what this whole thing was about. Kind yeah. of like exercising that that demon from Rourke. Right. Yeah. Agreed. By allowing him to beat up on Lork and Cobb. And, le- and let's be honest, it wasn't as though they held Lork and Cobb down. Right. Right. Yeah. And they, let Rourke yeah. wail it's on not him. not like she handed him over in handcuffs. She let right. him go. Right. Yeah. So, and, you know. Yeah. I think, I feel like that's just people being overly sensitive and just nitpicking and being, I mean, I don't want to say it's ridiculous because it's not. I, it's a valid complaint, yeah. I think. The, but, I think, I think yeah. the biggest problem with that review is them acting like this is the first time you've done anything right Right. yeah and that's what i'm saying yeah Yeah. absolutely okay this next one i'm just gonna read because i i can't (laughs) and it's long yeah um so this one here i'm pretty sure that the reviewer likely english is not their first language however this review is not about the language it's about what they're trying to say So Mm -hmm. here we go. (laughs) A one-star review. I'm a big fan of In-Death series. I have read all the books over and over again, but Shadows and Death didn't click for me. I felt that Nora has ran out of ideas how to let the story going. The mystery in the books solved in two chapters, and the chase after Rourke Nemesis was long and tiring. Plus, I don't get the chase. Plus with this full throttle. I mean, if they were chasing because of the murder happened, I would have understand. But this chase because he was seen at the crime scene and sent a dead cat. I mean, these two reasons made them to chase him to the Ireland. I'm seriously. I would have loved if there was something more to book. A really good reason to chase, like somebody got injured or died during the investigation. But nothing like that happened. Many things were repetitive. I understand if this was three or fourth novel in the series after 50 books repetition was kind of boring. I have skipped so many pages so I could get to the end. Her early work was good, but this was a sucker. I would not recommend this book to anyone. Well, okay. So, um, uh, okay. So there, this is kind of saying they're, going after this guy simply because he was seen at the crime scene and sent a dead cat. No, no, <laughs> no that's like, not why they're going after well, him. Maybe you shouldn't have read, shouldn't have skipped so many pages. Right. <laughs> exactly. Then you would have known that they had evidence against this guy yeah. in this particular what? murder. Also, oh, yes, somebody did die. A lot of somebody's. A, a lot, lot of somebody's. <laughs> so, you know, the reason they chased him to Ireland was because he had killed over 400 400 people before and they wanted to catch him before he killed more people. That's why (laughs) they wanted to catch him before he went and killed Rourke's family. Yes. So, I mean, I understand, you know, a book and we've said it many times before, sometimes books click with you and sometimes they don't. And I understand it. Like uh, this book just didn't do it for me. I perfectly fine. And we said that in holiday. I mean, all of us were like, yeah, you know, this one, yeah, this time just didn't do it for me. And I feel that's fine. But I, you know, if you're making, a, uh, if you're getting this critical over stuff that's not, not correct. Yeah. 
And that's the frustration because you don't have to like the book because maybe you felt that it was over the top, that they had this big, like, you know, (laughs) chase across the ocean or, you know, (laughs) that you felt that it was repetitive or, you know, it really didn't click for you or you didn't like that the mystery was solved early and it was all about this chasing down the murderer. But what you don't get to do is say, there's something that should have made them chase him to Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what? yes right yes the murders <laughs> the, the, which, oh let's just go it's fine go to Ireland <laughs> yeah, so he, left, he left New York okay story yeah. builder <laughs> yeah no, no. like yeah what do you she's just gonna let him go because he left New York I mean uh, I, yeah I, I guess so let somebody else handle he it from this cat. point on no he killed a lot of people yeah and he's going after Rourke's family. Yeah. Which I, I get. They didn't know that at the time when they got into the airplane. Right. And yes, I get that it's ridiculous, completely ridiculous that everybody was there. We in the, totally and we, agree that it's completely ridiculous. Yeah, we talked about that when we reviewed it. But, you know, I mean, there were reasons for them to go after this guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, big, big good reasons. Big good reasons. That's, Yeah. There I am being that pretentious. Big good reason. (laughs) (laughs) Plus fiction. Poor AJ. She's going to have to edit the crap out of this episode. This is what she she does now. She just edits the crap out of all the episodes. (laughs) You sure do. And you do a beautiful job. Between yeah. Diet Coke deliveries and bastard cats and dog barking <laughs> and ring. I'm just going to cut this entire 30 minutes out right here. <laughs> yeah. Dancing with the stars conversation. It's okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, don't yeah. I mean, at least if you're going to criticize the book, get the details correct. Yeah. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Exactly. Exactly. Or just say like, I don't know. I just didn't like it. Right. I feel like if you're going to criticize anything, get mm-hmm. the details correct. You know, Thank don't you. try yeah. to be, you know, don't be critical if you don't understand the subject. Right. I mean, it's simple as that. Yeah. It's not, it's not a difficult. I mean, if you didn't like it, that's fine. Say that, but don't, don't make things up to make it sound worse than it is, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> So we're going to skip this next one? Yeah, let's skip yeah. the next one. Okay. We'll go to this three-star review. Yeah, because it's... I, I love this This one, one is one of my... <laughs> All right. this one. <laughs> Unfortunately, there isn't anything special about the latest edition of the Indus series. We know right from the beginning who the killer is. And the rest of the 300-plus pages are spent chasing him and reading of the blah, blah, blah love that Eve and Rourke share. There's a big mistake a few pages from the end when discussing the murders committed on Eve's watch as the second murder was a strangulation and not a stabbing like the first was at the very beginning. And as my continuous final comment with the series has been for years, time jump this damn series already. I mean, <laughs> seriously, this series is 25 years old and counting yet, it's literally just three years in story time. It's ridiculous and needs to progress immediately, please. Knife emoji, knife emoji, cat emoji, black heart emoji, shifty eye emoji, rolling eye emoji, 
police officer emoji, boot emoji, peace sign emoji, skull emoji. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> the emojis make it, man. <laughs> A tiny PS. The Hitman Cobb was born literally during this time, September 2020, as the story takes place in 2061. His description as strong, handsome, tall, etc. in no way fits the description of a 41-year-old male wearing a man bun. If they're still around in 2061, men need to just stop growing hair on their heads. <laughs> okay, I do agree with her on that. Yes. <laughs> so here's the thing: I agree, I agree with her on that, but I also feel like, really, that's what you're focusing on. <laughs> yeah. But I actually thought that when I was reading it, I was like, "Really, you've got a fucking man bun? This guy's a douche." I can tell you that already. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Man bun I mean, should not be a thing ever again. But, you know, I mean, his description as strong, handsome, tall. Sure. Uh, you can be strong, handsome, and tall and, and still have a man, man bun. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I've known can. several guys that, I, that did that that were strong, handsome, and tall. And I'm just like, no, take that down. Like, what's the matter with you? I mean, my favorite, Aiden Turner, yeah, wears a man bun yeah, occasionally. Man bun. I hate it. But. Yeah. You've got a lot of hair. Got a lot of it. hair and got to do something with it. And, you know, I mean, yeah. Irishmen apparently have a lot of hair, some of them. Yeah. So they got to do something with it. I mean, man bun seems. Apparently, man bun. I don't know. Man bun. But um, I love the yeah. uh, let's time jump this series already. Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah. whole that's the whole feel of the series. If they were, if Nora were suddenly be like, guess what? It's. 2068 we'll be like why is it suddenly seven years later what exactly that's what people would be complaining about if she had done this if you know understand why that's why that's necessary but it does i mean it it does for some reason it it flummoxes people they don't understand it they like you know yeah. but it's the series is 25 years old but only three years later in story yeah. time and i i don't they yeah. can't just they they can't wrap their heads around right. yeah and we've talked about doing a, a another podcast on the on the timeline because it's right so confusing oh. for people but, yeah but yeah. that still i mean you know i get i don't understand what purpose it would serve to time jump it yeah yeah the series no. is 25 years old so what yeah. We're in the future. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't Why matter. Why does it matter? I don't I'm understand. Sure, it. you know, we could probably move a little faster rather than one one month per book or whatever. Right. But I, I don't have a problem with it. No. I, I don't have any issues. No, I don't either. It doesn't make any sense that we're like upset about that. No. No. Not. It, it's never made any sense to me. Yeah. Why people think that that needs to be happen. I don't. And, I don't. Did you did you notice a uh, uh, that uh, little issue that she's saying? I'm is trying a, to think back to it now that what? it's mentioned. Oh, the mistake. Yeah, the mistake. I, I don't know because like I don't have my book with me. Like, is it a mistake or does she like misread? You know, because they discuss 
a lot yeah. of murders that he's done. But I don't see now they did they do say um they were going to charge him with the attempted murder of Wayne Goddard, the security guard you stabbed when you stole the shuttle. Okay. And so, you know, maybe that's maybe maybe that's, maybe what, she's that's talking what, about. what she's talking about and she's like I, I I don't know, but yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. And can I just also say something about the um we know the killer right from the very beginning, which is the point. Not all of her books are, we don't know the killer until the end. Right. This, some of them are straight procedural and that's yep. what this is. Yeah. A lot and of them are that way. I was going to say, I can name several that we know who the killer right. is right off the top of the, right off the, right off the, right bat. From the very beginning. Yeah. And it's just a procedural. You're the whole story is about how the killer is caught. Yeah. And that's what this one is. I mean, but, that's one of the things I love about the series is that what we're reading right now. Not the we same. Back, we know who the killer is right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah. And so, and that's fairly early in the series. So, right. and I mean, I don't, did we know any of the earlier ones before that? No, I don't think so. I'm sure there's some, no, I don't know. I'm not thinking of them off the top of our head. Well, I'm talking about before midnight. I don't think so. No, no, but there's a couple coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's a couple coming up. Reunion. I mean, yeah, yes. That's the one I was thinking of in my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So there are several. This is the first book that we know who it is. Yeah. But a lot of people uh, mention that in their, in their reviews, like, Oh, we know the killer right away. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point. Yeah. You know, the whole well, point is who the killer is, who he is to Eve, yeah. I mean, to, to Rourke, and who yeah. he represents, in my New opinion. Dallas, another one? Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, even, I mean, even Treachery, she knows fairly yes. soon yes. Mm-hmm. who, you know, what's going on. They don't, right. you know, she doesn't know right away who killed the people, but she knows, she knows Oberman's involved and right. has to figure that all out. So, so yeah, I mean, some of my favorite books are the ones where we know right away, but yeah, it's just same. procedural and they're just trying to figure yeah. out who the killer is. Right. Yeah. But the other thing I wanted to mention, so, you know, you knew, we knew right, right from the beginning who the killer is and the rest of the 300 plus pages are spent chasing him and reading the blah, 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 love that Rourke and Eve share. It's like, okay. Yeah, really? Have you read I these books? These I mean, Yes. I, I, you know, I love these people who are like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Yes, they love each other. Let's get on with it. That's <laughs> like, the whole story. It's the whole point of the whole series. Exactly. Do you not understand that? Crack me up. The love they have together is the whole point. <laughs> I don't understand it's why you would go perfect. like, yeah. blah, 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 love. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're delving into so much of Rourke's history and you know yeah and they're both in danger you know come on why i feel like there's that certain percentage of readers who are not your typical romance reader right and so kind of are a little bit i don't know what word i would be looking for uh i don't want to say embarrassed but to be reading what is essentially a romance oh, novel series. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would say embarrassed is a good word. And, and so they, That's they're, 
Yeah, they're the blah 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 love people, right? Yeah. And it's like that's the whole point here. Bentley, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Perfectly fine. Trying to make a point about love, but okay, you know, I mean, that's yell at the cat. It's fine. Bentley, <laughs> such a jackass. I want to be with Baxter. He's such a good cat. Oh, yeah. So. So yeah, I do believe that there is a a whole category of readers that yeah. aren't don't kind of want to don't want to I don't, don't know, want to I don't even know what I'm saying reading romance right right Basically. why are you reading it then <laughs> right I feel like we ask this question every time but still like that's we ask it every time I why mean, are you yeah. reading it that's a yeah valid question yeah it is. Yeah, it's an extremely I, valid question. Yeah, it is a valid question. It's true. This is a three-star review. <laughs> this J.D. Robb novel had all the elements of a really great story, but it fails to deliver. The story is ripe for some dramatic, climatic scene where an important character, perhaps Rourke, is put in an extreme, immediate danger and our heroine, Eve Dallas, brazens in to save the day. But nothing this is my issue with Nora Roberts. It's almost as if she clutches in the trench. You said that wrong. Just can't quite pull off a good climactic scene or ending anymore. Really disappointing. This one is one of the better stories from J.D. Robb in a long, long time. So I had high hopes. Rourke's past comes so close to being fully exposed, but with luck it isn't. So that is a phew. But the ending just falls flat. Uh, what do you I don't, say? What, I don't understand what that even means. Your what ass comes so close to being fully exposed, but with luck, it isn't. Yeah. What What does she know that we don't? <laughs> yeah. People know things that we don't know. What right? I thought I read all the books, I but mean, clearly, <sighs> this person knows there's something else in Rourke's past that hasn't been exposed yet. I mean, I, I don't, don't know what she knows uh, because I don't think they're really. <laughs> I mean, and the what reveal already happened? We know that. And, and what is it with these people that want Eve or Rourke to be in immediate I danger? I don't get it. Uh, I don't. Drama, drama. Here's the thing: is that they're not the type of people who would be like. No. And, and and I know that sounds actually like the opposite of of what this series is but they just they don't let that happen because that's also who they are yeah, like, they're they they are in danger this whole book the thing is is that they're being smart right they're you know they're using their resources they're i don't like i don't I, <laughs> yeah no i'm with you now i will say there have been more than one book where eve has been in immediate danger right I mean, she has actually been like in yeah. ceremony mm -hmm. and I believe in creation also. Correct. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. But I'm trying to think if there's more, there might be, but Treasure, uh, New York to Dallas and naked. Right. right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but Rourke has never really been ever in immediate danger. No, he hasn't. So, I mean, yeah, I guess if you wanted to say like, switch it up a little bit, put Rourke in immediate danger. But why? I mean, 
Again, it's not something that's just going to throw in just because like, oh, hmm, I haven't had work in immediate danger ever. And so I'm just, yeah. maybe I'll write a story where he's in immediate danger. I mean, you just, I, I feel like the stories come and then you write it as you write it. I mean, it's not, you know, yeah. I, but I don't even know why you would want that. Uh, I don't know. And why. that's not what this story is. I think that no. sure there might be room in the future for there to be some sort of storyline that puts Rourke kind of in the crosshairs there. But right. like, like I said, he's, he's not a person that just like, is just, he's not a damsel in distress. You know, these right. characters are not, they're all badass people who them being, them being in some sort of extreme danger is a result of the rest of the story. You know, when they're taking down a bad guy or, there is a danger that they can't a hundred percent control. And yeah, right. he is in danger. This whole story, he just manages to not be hurt by Cobb because, yeah. you know, yeah. there's, there's no way for him to get to him. That's kind of the whole point of them being this right. power, badass couple, you know, an yeah. individual that yeah. has nothing to do with them even being a couple, but that is what the series is. And they have each other's backs and, Right. I don't know. Yeah. And we don't need any more drama in the in the story. Like no, we do yeah. not need any more. Like in drama any of the stories story. where any of these people have been in, you know, in dire situations and you're like, you know, there's there's higher drama and there's higher stakes there, you can't just add it to a super dramatic book already, you know? Right. Yeah. I yeah. mean you can if you want to, and anyone's gonna do it well and beautifully, it's Nora, but like that was not what this story needed. I think no. even Rourke needed to be super badass this whole book for it to really right. Hit. I feel like the mortal danger storylines get overdone. Yeah. In book series and TV shows. And, you know, it like fan said, fiction. Yeah, we already had it with Eve. We had it with Peabody. You know, we had it with McNabb. We don't need it with Rourke too. I mean, if it happens, cool. But it's not something I need. I don't need to see Eve rescue Rourke. She's already rescued him. You know, I don't need her to see her physically rescue him. Yeah. Right. This, this, they can still be very climactic without. Right. Right. So I disagree that she can't pull off a good climactic scene or ending anymore. No. Oh yeah. Like, I don't think that this book had, had any like need for good climactic scenes or endings. Like there were, there were some higher, like just scenes that were, higher emotion and that had a little more action but it doesn't have to be like not everything has to end like new york to dallas yeah and this was about this was a book about rourke kind of cleansing all of his you know shadows from his past mm -hmm. or at least one and so that doesn't call for a climactic ending no it doesn't especially with the kind of person rourke is like if if it were about eve i would if you think about new york to dallas and it is a more climactic ending. Like that's just, that's kind of how Eve operates. And that's kind of the, where she puts herself into these situations and moves forward. And, you know, she didn't have a hundred percent control over where, you know, where her suspect was or whatever in this, in this situation, like they were able to follow him and track him and take him down in an organized way. And work could continue being a, strong presence in control and that is how Rourke needs to I think handle this kind of thing it right. would feel weird if it was just like okay we're down to this like 
you know, duel between Rourke and Cobb. Like, that's not the character to me anyway. Yeah. If other people feel no, that way, that's fine. But I agree. That's fine if you liked Shadows and Death. <laughs> it's fine if you feel that way. <laughs> but that's just yeah. not me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, the the shortest one here. Yeah. Retail yeah. review. Let's see if I can pull out my McGonagall voice from Puck. <laughs> this is the hardest thing that I did in that whole stupid play. Oh, okay. Is it just me or are these books getting shorter and shorter? I loved the book, but really wanted it to be a bit longer. Seems like a long time to wait for a three hour read. <laughs> that's fantastic (laughs) that was one of the best ones yet (laughs) i I, i'm kind of with her i i feel like i don't know i don't know if it's just reading my kindle but i get through them a lot quicker lately right it's not don't think take me as long to read the more recent books as it used to as it took me to read the older books so. I should have like noted down I, I, after I saw that review, I was like, I'm going to look and see um, uh, how long some of the other books are so that, you know, yeah. because that's another thing that, you know, a lot of, a lot of these I picked because these are complaints that a lot of people had. That a lot of people had. So, right. so yeah. here's what I'm going to say about this three hour read. Um, so this one I really only got to listen to on audiobook. And then um, I finally got to like, after we did our review, I kind of got to skim through the hardbound. Um, if we're going to ask our good friend Susan Erickson how long these books are, Shadows and Death is exactly with her reading of Shadows and Death. And on my Audible, Shadows and Death is uh, 12 hours. Right. Ceremony is ten and a half. Oh. Right. Interesting. Vendetta is twelve hours. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a recent one. Golden is almost fourteen hours long, but meh. um <laughs> <laughs> so, but okay. like a lot of these divided in death is for, for this is the order that they're giving them to me. Divided in death is twelve hours and forty-four minutes. Like mm-hmm. it's not so much shorter like yeah like treachery and echoes some of these are like hitting and again this is an audiobook version so it's gonna change a little bit but these are hitting the 13 13 and a half hour marks and a lot of these do have previews of the next book in them um and i just i don't know i, I feel like there, it doesn't it doesn't feel any shorter to me um, and when I'm reading it, when I'm like looking at my hardback, which is giant, it looks like yeah. it's the same size as Golden. Right. Yeah, maybe it's just because I switched to reading the new ones on Kindle rather than hardback. That could yeah. make, I mean, that could make a difference. I wonder if that's what's yeah. doing it to me because I feel like I read faster on Kindle than I do with an actual book. Yeah, I don't it's know possible. Why, but I bet, I, I bet you that's it, honestly. Yeah. Because. I yeah, I feel like I just I get through them quicker for some reason. Yeah, I you Why? know my my advice would be stop reading them so fucking fast. I think they're <laughs> going about reading them. I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, that's Slow fair. Down. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I else to say to you. I wasn't about it. I was just saying I could see where somebody would think that. That's all. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not complaining about it at all. It doesn't yeah. bother me a bit. But I just feel like, yeah, it, it feels like it takes me longer to read it in an actual book form than it does the recent yeah, book, which I've been reading. Be. I can't. I think the last hardback I bought was, let's see. Dark, yeah. So, yeah, I've read all the more recent ones on Kindle. Yeah, I, me too. I need to fill out my collection because it's irritating the shit out of me that I don't have them in hardback. So. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, although I do have golden. Yes, I know. I see that. But by your, by yourself. <laughs> Just trying to little decoration. I do all decoration. Oh my god. So, <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't know what to say to that person except stop reading so fast. Yeah, kind of. Kind of the same thing. So, moving on. Uh, do, I don't know. What do you think about the next one? Um, eh, eh, okay. The, the next ones after that are kind of are, are kind of good. Well, wait, 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 wait. Oh, you want to comment on a few things in this? I want to comment on the cat escaping. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so... <laughs> Okay. So this okay. So this review here, I'll read it really fast because I will also comment on that. Present okay. review. Um, okay. I love JD Robb and I've read all fifty-one in Death books. However, I struggle with the last few. They seem to be lacking. With two coming out each year, I wonder if she should slow down to tighten slash expand the storylines rather than keep the masses happy with the quick similar lines. Shadows was a great start, but to build up the story like that for it to end so easy and quick seemed a big letdown. A trained killer, but such an easy capture. He didn't even attempt a full move on Rourke, Eve, or Somerset. Even the cat escaped, which would have been better if it hadn't just to give it an edge. What the fuck? No. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Man, people are bloodthirsty. Everyone's like, I want you to kill the cat. I want you to go for Rourke. Violence. Dead. The fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Kill the cat. Go after Rourke. But by God, don't you let Rourke beat Cobb up because that is a step (laughs) over the line. (laughs) 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 What? I, I, uh, what? No. I mean, the no. amount, the amount of people who were just in general pissed off that she killed any animal, any animal, right? And I can't even imagine if the Galahad, if, if it had been Galahad, I'd have thrown the book across. I'd have oh, yeah, my Kindle across the, I would have been you like, you want to know what will get me to stop reading this fucking series? Killing that kill, cat. Kill Galahad. Yes. You, you, yeah, you want it? Yes. Yeah, you want me to never pick up an in death book or a Nora Roberts book ever again? You'll kill the cat. <laughs> like, who, who writes this? I, I really, I really want the, I really want there to be the uh, responses to this being like, right, you really just request that the cat be killed. <laughs> Why do you need to kill the cat in order to give this series an edge? For like, the record, <laughs> I have, I have threatened Adam's cat at least six times on this recording. <laughs> And all of it is not real. I'm not going to kill his cat. I love his cats. No. Including the asshole. But he's driving me nuts. I just... I don't understand it. Yikes. It's 
like, seriously, how is that unrealistic? <laughs> like, he was, the cat was in the house. Like, I was yeah. kind of like, how the fuck do you think he got to the cat? Yeah, how would he even get to the cat? Why do you that? think that was Galahad? No. Like, and how do you think he got in? Also, let me just say that so so many people have complained about him killing any kind of animal. However, if you are somebody who uh, does do a lot of like a lot of ID network or any kind of true crime, oh, if yeah. you're any kind of true crime oh, yeah, fan, at all. always kill animals too. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, it's a thing. Uh, that is a thing that happens, and yeah. and I, you know. I know it offends people, but it's, I mean, you know, on the one hand, you have these people that say like, we need more reality. Yeah. On the other hand, you have these, he killed a cat. Well, that's reality. No. And I, I mean, I absolutely hate it, but I get why she put it in there because yeah, yeah, I mean, it was to illustrate how bad this guy really is. And right. You know. So right. yeah, I totally understood why it was in there. I just I and drawing like- the parallel between he, you know him killing the dog, mm-hmm. yeah, in, in Rourke's earlier, yep, and and you know he killed a cat this time because yeah. I don't know because he knew that they he had knew a cat. They had a cat, yeah. So I mean, it was all symbolic, and yeah. I don't know. I, it it made sense to me. Yeah, no, you know. it, made, it made complete sense. I did, like I said, I hated it because I hate. Right. To, I mean, kill all the people you want, just don't kill the animals. Right. But, <laughs> well, and he's, not, he's not the first killer yeah. to have killed a cat in the series. No. He's no. the no. first one to kill the cat during the story. Right. 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 So I just, yeah. What I was just, it? The guy in I production. He did, he killed I cats. Totally get it. I just yeah. didn't like it, but I get. It. But no, no. Asking for her right. to kill Galahad is fucked up. I'm sorry. Right. No. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Get some help. <laughs> <laughs> Even the cat escaped, which would have been better if it hadn't, just to give it an edge. Yikes. Right. Yeah. I mean. What is wrong with you? <laughs> crazy. I don't know, man. So. Well, all right. Okay. All right. Let's read some four-star reviews. Four-star right. reviews. Here we go. Okay. This first four-star review. Four-star review. Titled, Not Brilliant This Time. <laughs> I know. Right? But it's still four stars. Uh, hey. Okay. Well, thanks for the four-star review. Okay. <clears throat> I'm, gonna, I'm going to try Susan Erickson's McNabb voice. <laughs> yes, yeah. please. which is not my favorite but i always appreciate her need to create different character voices so here we go i will not do it justice okay i love the in death series this one was a little rushed it felt like more like an essay to prove how good eve is at her job the story idea was good but it was built around a character we have never heard before Never before heard of, and that's so important in Rourke's young life. And I'm sorry, but the dog killing and the cat mutilation was completely unnecessary and not up to this author's standards. I won't be rereading this one like all the others. Disappointed after so many brilliant books in this series. Having got this off my chest, I feel feel better even though Nora will never read this. But she will hear it, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, she's totally listening to it. That's a four star. That's a four star review. I I don't. Yeah. That's a four star. I. 
I don't know. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe this this reader is just like so committed to this series and just wanted to be honest about how they felt about it, but they also were like, "But it's the end series," and I'm glad that I got to read another book. And you know, like, yeah, yeah. But I feel I feel like if we were to go back and think about what we would give since we just did holiday. I feel like I'd still give it a four-star review. <laughs> true, true. The holiday's a great book, but so, yeah, you know, yeah. even though it's not my favorite, yeah. like, I, yeah. then it's maybe that's where they're coming from here. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, can and, see I mean, that. I guess, I don't know. I, I, again, I get the, the animals thing and, you know, I, the only thing really that I disagree with here is I mean or not this I disagree with it all but I mean I get where she's coming from but why would we have heard of this guy why would Rook bring him up yeah there's no reason why we would have heard of him right yeah. uh, you know I don't necessarily think he was important in Rook's life no he was he influenced Rook's life in some ways but well and I feel like it's a chapter that he wanted to just not to revisit yeah, yeah so why would he ever bring him up right that doesn't make any sense so, you know, I don't think that that's really a valid complaint. There's no reason that he would have brought him up. But, but hey, whatever. Teach their own. So, Jen will like this next one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you do it in the rock voice for me? <laughs> <laughs> or the Peabody voice, maybe you can the do the Peabody voice. I can't, I, so I can't do the Peabody voice, and I don't think I can do the Rourke voice because it just mixes with like the Irish I listened to my grandfather and his siblings do growing up. But I will try to do an Irish accent with it. It just won't be that one. <laughs> All right, like <laughs> Give it a shot. Okay, here we go. All right, four stars. Great book. Dreadful audio recording. <laughs> Absolutely loved this book. Have never not liked a Nora Roberts, J.D. Robb book. A big, however, though, whomever was contracted to do the audiobook is surely lacking. No variation in tone, pitch, character whatsoever. So unbelievably disappointed. I could only listen to a few minutes before I returned the audiobook and went back to reading. Did I mention so disappointing? Okay, okay, hold on here. <laughs> now, <laughs> you guys know what my biggest complaint about the audiobooks is, is the voices. Right. It's not her reading skill. So how is it no variation in tone? Right? And I'm like, how? That's, yeah, like, that's your frustration with the audiobook? Okay. How no, dare you? We're opposite ends of the spectrum on that, dude. I mean, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, not liking a character voice is different than being like, uh, this person gave us no variation. What? No variation in tone, yeah, pitch, no. character, what's That's, what's that's what? my issues. Too what? much variation. Like, I. Uh, yeah. I don't uh, know. Here, here, you know what? I thought I was going <laughs> to love you, but no. Nah. I mean, I I think, I think that's just wrong. I think we already said like the the especially the end where it was so much craziness going on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I took my hat off to Susan Erickson because and you know, and and even even the differences in the Irish 
characters, mm-hmm. right? Not only like uh, obviously Sinead and um, uh, Sinead's husband. Sure, I can't. I, I can't remember his name. Robbie. Robbie. Um, being male and female, there's a difference Mm -hmm. there in how you read. Not only that, but you could tell that Robbie was very much more, um, I don't know if it's, uh, um, it it was a a whole different Irish accent. It was, it was very much West, West County, maybe. Yeah. Well, not necessarily more of a brogue, but just how she pronounced things was different. If you, if you. I, I was going to say to Jen, if you go back and listen, but I no. know you didn't listen in the first place. So Tara, I did. if you go yes. back and listen, mm-hmm. uh, Robbie has a different accent than the rest of, you know, different than Rourke, different than Sinead, different than. It's actually quite Brian really Kelly, who, why, I mean, Brian That's Kelly, why really was cool. even there? That's impressive. But, yeah. It is. And here's, yeah. here's the thing is like being an American trying to, you duplicate this accent is one thing. And yeah, I know that like Jen doesn't love the standard work accent she uses or whatever, but like now she has several characters here. Well, I mean, okay. So, you know, I'm assuming, I'm assuming Susan Erickson probably did a study in like dialect and language to be able to do all these things. Like I did, I did an Irish play last spring and um, we had a dialect coach come in to try to coach all of us to use the same accent. And it was mostly impossible to do in a six week period yeah. because hard. we are all coming from different backgrounds and, and sure. you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. she, she made it a point that there are so many different dialects just in one area. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, well, Americans were not thinking that way. Right. But we, I mean, we should because we all sound different. We like, do, you know, and that's the thing. So we all have, we have different dialects. And I think that yeah. I think that even if Susan Erickson is not doing the exact correct like West County, you know, dialects yeah. or whatever, like she is doing different. It's just enough to show that it's something different. And if it's right or wrong, I'm not bothered by it. That's why when I'm like when I'm like, oh, I don't love some of her voices because I just don't love those voices. Oh my fucking (laughs) That's just him. He's not even chasing one of the other cats. That's awesome. (laughs) He's such a psychopath. No, I just I I think she does a wonderful job. Um that being said, the comment about how the audio recording is bad because of there's no tone no variation in tone or pitch that is the part that cracks me up and i'm like what were you yeah that's wanting yeah yeah Uh, yeah because whatever i you know i i joke and they're just not for me okay i'm not saying i that they're bad i don't you know whatever i just i can't get past those voices I'm not yeah. saying Susan Erickson is insanely talented. Honestly. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and good mm-hmm. for her. And I know millions of people love her. I just cannot in, more, more than Rourke. It's Peabody more than anything, honestly. Rourke just makes me laugh. <laughs> and you know, but the thing is, I mean, you know, I, I've said before, there's uh, an Irish language podcast that I listen to and there, I mean, if you listen to that podcast, she's not far off. 
Yeah. No, I believe it. I'm Uh, not surprised by that, but I don't know. I just, I just can't do it. But but again, I'm also not a huge audiobook fan in general. So to each their own. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's a dumb comment. Yeah. I I don't, (laughs) I don't get that at all. No. No. Uh, Susan yeah. Erickson, you're amazing, and yeah, you're amazing. I just everybody needs to buy the right. audiobooks, as I've said so many times. Again, to uh, to take it as it is, it's not it's not me being mean. It's just me being me. <laughs> it's okay. I make fun of everybody. It's not. There's you know be, those of us that like we're the select few. <laughs> yeah, we're like, yeah. selling <laughs> millions of dollars for these books. Yeah, Jesus Christ! No, I'm the minority here. You don't get to be the select few. I do. <laughs> uh, so, anywho, <laughs> yeah, that just—I don't know, man. Yeah, no, that no. <laughs> so, uh, there's only one more, one more. Uh, four-star review oh, that I pulled out. <laughs> they all make me laugh but for different reasons but <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so, yeah all right this has to this voice has to sound very judgmental <laughs> I, I feel I'm gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna pull out my mark gatus as mycroft holmes voice oh there you go okay <laughs> Go for it. I mean, I'm not going to sound anything like him, and Mark Gatiss is a god, and if he ever heard this, he'd be like, I don't sound like that, you dumb bitch. Is, I don't sure sound like that He's a huge Indus fan. He's listening. So. He yeah. might be. He does, respond, <laughs> he does sometimes respond to people's Twitter questions. He, well, we'll he's a god, and I love him, and <laughs> the end. Okay. Okay. A full star review. The chase gets personal. On the plus side, there's plenty of the hunky Rourke. He's been on. He, he's been near the top of my list of all-time favorite male heroes. So it's always a treat to get to know him better. And only once that I noticed did he turn into a controlling partner in the Rourke Lieutenant Eve relationship, as it seemed to be a trend in the past few books. Except for correcting her fashion choice prior to one of her outings. He basically let Eve run her own show, even though what was happening affected him in a very personal way. On the minus side is repetition. Having Eve, or another character, explain the background of the police investigation to yet another character or group of characters got a bit tiring. Also a teensy bit irritating to me was the constant face-touching, hair-smoothing I love yous, you're my everythings and assorted other sweet nothings between Eve and Rourke. Yes, you love and trust each other. I get it. The sex scenes are graphic enough, so dial down the rest a bit. <laughs> uh, you uh, you can have sex, but all of those PDAs, get them out. Just stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Save them for the bedroom. Stop telling each other you love each other. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? How dare a married couple touch each other? <laughs> I am trying to read a book here. <laughs> you're touching each other and I love you? What? Oh, sweet nothings. In a book by Nora Roberts. This is so frustrating. Face touching is what pisses me off. Right. You know, 
<laughs> I mean, can you dial it down a little bit? <laughs> like, <laughs> dial down. Dial down. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> we get it. You love each other. God. Air quotes. Air quotes. You love, love each other. The review. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you know, I mean, there are people that this is, I think it's another one that like, you know, I can't, I can't believe I'm reading a technically a romance novel person. Yeah. That's what yeah. this is. Like, you know. Yeah. And dial down know, the love. Dial down the love. Especially <laughs> in the last several books, these, these sex scenes are not graphic. No, no, no. I mean, early on, they got a little graphic every now and then, but nowadays, not graphic. Right. So, and like I said, you know, there, I, I feel, and you know, obviously I'm biased, but I feel like the the sex scenes do work in the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How they're portrayed, how they're done, yeah. is the indicator of what is going on emotionally between the two of them at the time. Yeah. And, and it, it, there's a, a reason thing. for it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, right. it's never like yeah. gratuitous. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, occasionally uh, you'll get a gratuitous sex scene. And in they're, there. they're okay. married. But, yeah, Let them have married. some fucking gratuitous sex if they want. They're married. Yeah. I remember one of the novellas had, I, I don't remember which one it is, but they have sex at, at central in the showers. <laughs> Yes. Everybody was all upset okay. about it. Yeah. That was the only time I thought, ah, mm, uh, well, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of, I Maybe I was you like, could dial that girl. down. Okay. I mean, Sex I know in the shower at Central, you can go, dial go, go, And they weren't home a lot. And yeah. so she had to get a sex scene in there somewhere. <laughs> so I that's where like, okay, gratuitous sex scene. Because you got to get one in yeah. there. So, yeah. you know, whatever. If you guys remember, that's not the problem. It's all of the I love yous. It's, yes. yes, the sex yeah, the isn't sex the is problem. Okay. You're right. It's all yeah. the, other. the graphic yeah. sex. Think, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't touch your face. Don't touch your don't partner. Touch face. Don't all the, all the PDAs or are stroke just the hair. To, yeah. <laughs> and well, and and a lot of that happened, like I said, like during that scene with the uh, the Interpol agent when you know he's questioning Rourke about you know different things. Yeah. And Rourke is trying to get across to him that, you know, this person, this person is yeah. very important to me. I love this person. I would not do anything to jeopardize right. this person's position or this case. It's very important. And and also because it was pissing Eve off. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> to, a lot of times he does it because he it because just it pisses Eve off. It yeah. irritates Eve and he gets off on that. Yeah. And right. I'm, I'm all about it. I, I'm all I about love it. That. That's one of my favorite things that Rourke does. Yes. Yes. And also, I mean, the, this person in, in the, I think the, the review here was longer, but I only, but I only uh, took this little piece, but there are, there were a few people who like, like I said, they dislike Rourke. And one of the reasons is because they feel like he is controlling. He controls. Uh, there was one uh, that I read where the person just went on and on about how how much he controls Eve. Like he controls what she wears, he controls what she eats, and it's like, uh, uh, no. I, not in not in the way that you're thinking. Yeah. I mean, okay. Like here's in, my in, thing as far as controlling goes. Right. Does he, you know, try to get her to eat? Does he try mm-hmm. to dress her well? Yes. If Eve didn't want to do those things, 
Eve wouldn't fucking do those things. Right. Right. No. So I don't know that it's necessarily controlling behavior on Rourke's part. Right. I think it's him. I think he's trying to help. I think he's too. Yes. And I think it's it's his it's his way of caring for her, and she right. recognizes that. You know, yes. it's not him being it's not him being a controlling jerk who wants to take over her life. Because whenever right. he steps too far over that line, she shuts him down. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep, right. Exactly. So yeah. You know, this idea that he's it's some sort of, you know, Christian Grey type of pushy jack wagon is right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- there's been people that have that have um compared him to Christian Grey because of this. No. And, and, you know, I mean, I I'll be honest with you. You you guys know, I mean, I read yeah, half we, of, we need to get half of the first book. Too. Yeah, I've read half of the first book and I just have not been able to bring myself to read the rest of it. Yeah. But in, in in as far as Christian Grey versus Rourke, here's the difference. Christian Grey, um, and I know that there's tons of you out there who love Fifty Shades and are going to probably want to correct me on this. But um, Christian Grey, when he controls her, when he tells her what to wear and tells her what to eat or whatever. It's all about him. He tells her what to wear because that's what he wants to see her in. Um, he tells her what to eat because he feels like she doesn't eat the correct things. Or he wants her to eat. Um, <clears throat> he gives her some kind of a schedule or something. You must eat, you know, these things. on the, And it's about him. It's about, you know, because that's what I want. Yeah. You know? And that's, With, that's all part of the BDS. Right. Sure, right. And, and, but for Rourke, it is about Eve. It's not it's when, about, whenever yeah. he feeds her, gives her something like yeah. in the mornings, you know, she would rather have waffles and he gives her oatmeal. That's not about him. Right. That's not about and him. It's like, you can't have this sugary breakfast every day. Let's right. do something that's better Let's for you. Give you nutrition or did somebody complain about him forcing like health drinks down her? Well, she has again, to eat. She, she has, has to, to eat calories. Right. In her body to survive. That's right. how life works. And and nutrition and not just candy bars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. And she wouldn't do it if if not for him. And she understands that that's, you know, that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. He's trying to help her. It's not about him, you know, because right. because I, you know, I have these requirements because of our little contract we signed <laughs> that you have to eat certain things. Like, no. It's yeah. he's just trying to you know, I mean, and, and here's this woman that has never had anybody take care of her. Right. Yeah. Ever, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, I don't know if it were me, if you had, if, if, if I had somebody that like came in and said, Oh no, no, wear this, not that, because yeah. this, here's why I could really use this. This goes better. For me. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Especially if he's yeah. going to buy me a wardrobe too, on top right? of that. Yeah. You know, don't wear this top because it looks better with those pants. If you're going to wear those pants, wear this top, you know, wear the yeah. white top, not the cream top, you know, yeah. and I would be like, Eve, like, uh, what difference does it make? But, you know, I mean, it, it, yeah. it's all and it's because he wants her to present herself in the best way possible because of who yeah. she is, you know, um, it, there was one I can't remember the book, but there was one book where she was like. I need to, I need to appear like powerful and like, yeah, I think that know. was treachery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and he puts her in like all black, like, you yeah. know, wear this, this, and this, like yeah. that looks, 
you know um yeah. it's and about it was that was about her you yeah. want to look this certain way and I'm going to help you look that certain way. I right? mean, every, I mean, I think every time he's, he's done that has been about making her look like the best version of herself or whatever it is, Yeah, because yes. he knows how to do that. And she trusts him to like, you know, anytime she like pushes back on that has always just been like, what the heck? I don't understand. And it's more her acknowledging that she doesn't actually understand how to do what he can do. And it's always more playful and she's not like yeah. feeling like I'm tired of you pushing me around telling me what to wear. Like that doesn't happen. Right. That's not their relationship. Right. right. And it's not, you know, I want you to wear this because I want to see you in that or I, yeah, this is the outfit that I like. No, don't you don't, don't wear the outfit that you picked because you liked it. You wear the outfit that I like. Yeah. That's not what it is. Never what it is. No. No, it's never, it's never about him. Again, if anyone wants to tell me what to wear and how to wear it, that would be delightful. That'd be great. Yeah. And who like, oh, you're up. Here's some food. Right? I I would be thrilled with that. Right. Yeah. Even if occasionally it's oatmeal. Yeah. Come on. Well, and, and because otherwise she isn't going to. Yeah. Right. A husband making his wife breakfast every morning is not controlling behavior, y'all. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I and mean, it's not as though he makes it every morning for, I mean, just occasionally. Right. Program something into the auto chef. It's not like. Well, you know. right. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not. Right. That's not controlling. I mean. No. No. So people just need to stop with that controlling. Yeah. It's like, I feel shit. like that's kind of a buzzword for people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like toxic. I hate the yeah. word toxic being applied to so many things. I mean, there's, right. there are things that are toxic for sure. I'm right. not saying that's not true because it is. But, yeah. you know, to throw toxic at everything that you disagree with is bullshit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just because you don't agree with it or you don't think that it should be that way doesn't make it toxic. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. It just irritates me. It's just an irritation. <laughs> All right. Now my cat is yelling. I don't know if you can hear her. Uh, yeah. Cats are yelling. Um, one more thing from this review is the beginning yeah. of the second paragraph where they mention having Eve or another character explain the background of the police investigation to get another character uh, right. gets, gets a bit tiring. I didn't feel like that happened in this book. I will say that it has no. happened in the past in a way that and it's not this so much as it makes me like comes back to my um, sometimes annoyance when um, I feel like she uses some of the other detectives, including Peabody to like give us an excuse to explain something where Peabody will miss something and he will like explain it. And that's kind of the point of her having a, I mean, it's not the point as far as them and, and them and them solving the cases, but as far as like, putting a secondary character in there to be a sidekick, to be that gives right. the author a place to explain that kind of thing. Exactly. For yeah. It's for us. Yes. It's not, you know, yes. like, and sometimes I'll be like, yeah, okay. So Peabody's an idiot again, whatever. And that sometimes will annoy me when I'm just reading through again. But I also understand that whole point. That being said, right. I don't feel like that happened in this book in any regard, but that was me, well, I guess. They, they, she did have to go over everything for, for the Interpol. But yeah, that's important. That came in, but that, yeah, yeah. it made sense. So I don't, 
I don't, yeah, I don't find that to be tiring at all. Like, also, Interpol has different processes than the NYPSD, than, you know, whatever, Scotland Yard, I don't know. Like, all of the different type, all of the, what they keep calling them, the, um, the alphabets. Yeah, the alphabets. (laughs) Yeah, like, they all have different processes. And also, it's really, I think, important for, for Nora to have, kind of been on top of that so that people aren't coming for her being like well maybe they wouldn't do it that way like <laughs> right you know well, that's not how the fbi works like that's you know that's right. yeah people are going to come after nora regardless i know it's very funny. i definitely didn't feel like oh that's really tiring also i enjoy learning that stuff when we're having yeah. all of these different mm-hmm. you know yeah different groups coming together to work together right. to catch this guy you have to know that people need to discuss this is our process. This is how this works. Right. No, I, I agree yeah. with that. I it was just really weird. Like, this is annoying. And I'm like, is it? Because. <laughs> is it? Really? It's kind of necessary. Yeah, yeah it, it's necessary. So, yeah, I don't understand that's... why you would think that. But, okay. You know. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and I think that's just, that's kind of the core things i mean people are going to find things to complain about in everything there are definitely people who live like you said to complain about things yeah that's how they operate yeah even in an otherwise positive review a lot of people will sneak in you know what i don't like and i just feel like you know some more than others people some people are just just negative in general right you know they'll find the worst thing about something and harp on it and you know whatever and so i don't know i think we've all been around fandom and <laughs> online yeah. forums and mm-hmm. stuff, yeah that. and so reviews are no really no different than that yeah and it's not as though we haven't been negative about different oh, no, things like i mean obviously yeah. you're gonna do that but yeah. you know but i think all three of us are generally more positive people I just, I just, you know, I, all I ask is that your criticisms make sense. Yeah, yes. you know, really, that's that's what it is. And that's don't criticize cool. this author for writing too much sex or too much, <laughs> too much face PDA. Like, <laughs> your come on. PDA bugged me. Do you know who you're talking to? Like, come on, really? This is what yeah. this series is. You know, just yeah. stop yeah. with that. Yeah, exactly. If you don't like that? Just fine. You don't like it. It doesn't mean it's a bad book because of it. Right? Yes. Maybe you're that a bad is, reader. Right? Uh, well, you know, the person who skipped several pages is, so. Just because you don't like something does not make it bad. Right. You know? Right. Fiction is subjective, y'all. Which is, you know, I'm going to keep that in mind when we read some of the books that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, so I guess that's it then for this episode of Podcast and Death, unless you guys have anything else to say. Nothing. So, next week, episode 18 is going to be about Midnight and Death. Yes. And uh, that's going to be a very short book, but probably not a very short podcast. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it's us. This is supposed to be short. We're two and a half hours. Right, now. exactly. Oh. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be cut down. It'll probably be short, but you oh, know, know, it'll be I shorter know. than two and a half hours anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, we're not going to be short talking about midnight. I, I mean, no, no, and there's then, a lot packed into that little tiny book. What I put down here is uh, episode, the episode after that, 
uh, us talking about the urban wars. So anyway, so uh, yeah, we've lost Tara, unfortunately, but um, you know, this is the end anyway. So um, you guys know how to get a hold of us. We're podcast in death on Instagram or on uh, Twitter. Call us on our phone number 205-476-2753. That's 205-4-ROARCH. Go to our website, www.podcastanddeath.com and uh, be with us next time when we talk about Midnight. So that's it. So for Podcast and Death, this is AJ. Jen. And Tara's somewhere. She's here, but she's not here. You can't hear her, but she's there. Trust us on that. So <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see you next time, guys. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This podcast and all of our previous podcasts are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Twitter and Instagram. But no, we don't have a Facebook page. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-4-ROARK. That's 205, the number 4, ROARK. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slant you to you. Oh, yeah.